Hello, everybody. This week's Parshish Parshish Veira. Everybody, everybody, everybody always has to ask this following question. If you're thinking at all, you got to think this, ask this question. Why in the world does God need to do 10 makos in order to get the Jewish people out of Mitzrayim? God, you made the world. You made individuals. You made people. You can do makos pechoros right at the very beginning and get everybody out. What do you need this whole thing for? So the answer is actually right in the text. You don't need Midrashim for it. The text says, in the beginning of next week's parasha, actually in Parshat Bo, it says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave these makos in order that we Jewish people should have what to tell our children every year by the Seder table when we hand over that torch, torch from one generation to the next generation, why we are the chosen people, because God chose us. And I want to tell you what he did for us. He did all these crazy things. He did all these miracles. He turned water to blood. He brought... He brought the tzvardeh, he brought the, the frogs, all these different types of frogs, kinim, dever, everything he brought over onto the Egyptians because he loves us. That's why we're sitting around this table now, to tell of his stories. And of course, every good father out there, Baruch Shem, I did this as well, when the kids are little, you go out for Pesach Seder and you buy a bag of tricks. And you buy things that, you take marbles and throw them all over the place when it comes time, comes time for Barad. You take red cellophane paper and you put it around the cup and pour the water into the cup and all of a sudden it turns red. And it looks like it's blood. You do all these type of tricks for the kids because you must be animated. This world is a place where we're being distracted with so many things animated. TV screens are everywhere. We have to bring it this alive for our, for our Jewish kids. And that's what we do. And that's exactly what we did. If I had to be on a fly on the wall in any parsha of the Torah, I would want to be the parsha. I would want to be the fly on the wall in this week's parsha to see all these incredible tricks that a God is doing, all the tzvardei running around, all the blood, to see how the Egyptians are suffering because of the terrible things they did to Klai Yisrael. Anyway, so these things are the, the. This is the reason why Hashem did all these miracles to show us, to show us how much He loves us and to give us the. Give us the story line to tell all our children from generation to generation. If I would have been a born a Muslim, I would have been a Muslim. That would have been Christian, but Christian. I don't know. I don't know about these things. I don't know. But I'll tell you one thing. We have the best Messiah in the world because we're the only religion where Akash Baruch clearly tells us in the Torah, as Rabbi Gav Friedman pointed out this week when he gave the Zesh Torah Shmuz in, in Neveh. Okay, we're the only religion where the whole Jewish people saw even makes a claim of the whole people seeing God's revelation on our Sinai that made us his people. We have to believe this even nowadays. We have to feel this. Now how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? We don't have the Mitzrayim now. We don't have the, we don't have the, we don't see the Makos now. We don't see the miracles now. Only if you open up your eyes and you see how Kosh brought this in your lives, you do. But there's another thing that happened this week. I teach Tanya in the afternoons. Now Baruch and the and I have Baruch a few students. And it's really wonderful. And I, I was approached by one of the Rebbeim who wasn't sure well, then I was writing to teach Tanya because, you know, it's, it's associated with people that maybe are, uh, I don't know, not experiencing religion, maybe in the right healthy way. I don't know, like people dancing on, you know, Nachmans, they're dancing on the on the, the vans and they're, you know, that's the whole religion is dancing on the vans. So it doesn't look like something we should be teaching. Same thing with Tanya. Maybe it's going to take people in the wrong direction or maybe Meshichistim, whatever. So basically I explained to this person that nowadays we have to experience our Judaism. It can't, we can't wait to explain to me that the is that after you work hard and learning how to learn Torah, so then you're going to experience and you're going to love it, and you're going to be great, and you're, oh, wonderful. What about, what about beforehand? I said, what about beforehand? So I'm teaching him that what I'm doing in Tanya, I'm doing now Perigdalad, finishing Perigdalad, starting Perigdalad with the boys, teaching him that when you do a mitzvah, you are touching the divine now. 
There's a famous thing I said over before, I'll say it again now. There's a famous Maimur Chazal, brings down in Tanya as well. How do you understand that? How do you mean one minute of Tshuva in this world is worth more than Olam Abba? Olam Abba is endless. Olam Abba is the greatest pleasure of all the pleasures of the world put together. It doesn't add up to one moment of, of, of Olam Abba. So, all the pleasures of this world don't add up to one moment of Olam Abba. That's what I meant to say. So how do we understand this idea? This Maimur Chazal says all of Shuvah that one minute of Shuvah in this world is worth more than all of Mabah. And I explained to this Rebbe, I explained to this Rebbe when he says beautifully in Tanya, the Ziv HaShchina is what we enjoy when we go to the next world. The Ziv HaShchina, what does Ziv HaShchina mean? So if right now you're in a car, you're in a, you're in a house and there's a light coming through the window from the sun, that means you're enjoying some of the rays of the sun. What percentage of the sun's light is coming through the window right now? The sun is 93 million miles away. I don't know how many degrees it reaches. Okay, and one tiny ray of sunlight is coming to your window. What percentage is that of the sun? It says that when we go to Olam Abba, we're able to enjoy Hashem's light to whatever extent we as human beings that created entities, even as souls, are able to enjoy it, but we're limited. But when we, so that's the Zivashkana that we're enjoying in the next world. But when we do a mitzvah, we are connecting to Hashem's essence, Hashem's ain't sofness, if that's a word. We're connecting to Him right now when we're, we're learning Torah, we're doing a mitzvah, we're lighting Shabbos candles, we're returning a lost item, we're making a bracha on an apple, we are, we're, we're saying Kriya Shema, we're, we're together with him. He says, incredible lesson, I have an English book here that explains some, some of the things here. It says that the mystics even compare a mitzvah to the intimacy of husband and wife. For a moment you transcend all the trappings of your life and are one with God. A mitzvah may be ritual and rules and form, but it is love and substance. And that's what's happening right now. Right now you're connecting with HaKash Baruch Hu. So, this is the nowadays miracles of the takeaway from this week's parasha. We, we would love to be there to see all the beautiful things, to see all the miracles that Hashem did, and to feel love that Hashem is doing this just for me, because I'm me and He chose me. But even nowadays, when we do a mitzvah, we have to bring this into our lives now. We have to feel it in our kishkas when we do a mitzvah. I'm right now connecting to Hashem and the biggest unity, the biggest unification that can possibly happen in the physical world is happening even more when I do a mitzvah with them, connecting with that bunch of So I hope... We should be zaycha to feel Hashem's closeness, feel Hashem's kindness when we see the makos, but also bring them into our lives on a day-to-day basis. Now we're living every single day with Hashem. We're going to see Mashiach very soon. Mitzvah Hashem, be here, be made right now. Thank you.